Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We talked earlier in the week about the lack of vacations that Americans tend to take. 11 days, I believe, is what that number was. That Americans take, which puts us well behind the rest of the world. But when you are gone, how do you actually get to relax? How do you actually get to unwind, to rejuvenate, and to get ready for that time off. Well, let's bring in somebody who talks about these kind of things with his clients and and deals with these kind of things. Vacation time is here for many this summer as Dr. Ivan Meisner joins us again on KDKA, a Pittsburgh native who no longer lives here in this great city, but certainly knows and loves it well. Ivan, it's great to have you back on KDKA with us. It's great to be back. And you were absolutely correct that uh, I think Americans in particular don't take enough vacation time uh, you know, I'm the founder of an organization called BNI. We're in 75 countries. The rest of the world is, for the most part, far better at taking vacation time than Americans are. So let's start with that. We don't take as much as we should. And then when we do, we find ourselves stressed and not able to relax. And maybe it's because we think of all the different things that we can or should have done. What should we do before we go? Is there something, I mean, even like an out of office email, is there something we can do to help us start that wind down process? Yeah, probably two things. One is you want to talk to somebody that you work with that will um, be your backstop, that they'll be there to take care of uh, urgent issues while you're gone. So that's the first thing. Find somebody. It could be a peer. It could be an assistant. It's somebody that will step in for you and you then, of course, step in for them, uh, when they're, particularly a peer, when they're on vacation. Auto replies. I love auto replies. They are a great tool to let people know you're not around. Here's, would you like to hear two of my actual auto replies? Absolutely. Um, okay. Here, here's one. I'm on vacation sitting on a remote desert island with no phone or no internet. Okay. I'm actually on a beautiful Caribbean island with rocket fast internet. However, I'm on vacation and I won't be responding to any emails this week. People loved that one, Yeah. but I've got one better. Okay. Here's the second one. Imagine sitting on a balcony in France, looking out at the Mediterranean Sea with a glass of great wine in my hand. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm on vacation. There's not much chance I'll be getting back to you until I return that on is tremendous. such a date. That's tremendous. <laughs> it sets, it, it, you know what, it sets a, the, 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 the playing field so people understand, hey, this guy's really on vacation. You know, don't, don't get upset if he doesn't respond. Doesn't it also give you an entree when you get back to have a conversation with those same people? Oh, it really does. I mean, you so talk about networking people... all the time. This has got to help with that, right? It does because people, that's one of the first things they talk about when I, I do get back from vacation was, gee, I, lo I loved your auto reply. It was hysterical. Yeah. And uh, I need to start doing something like that. Or, you know, it starts a conversation. Absolutely. Does it allow you to start the relaxation ahead of time? Meaning you have sort of, uh, sort of tempered the expectations of those who are trying to reach out to you. So maybe you don't feel quite so much pressure. 
Yeah. And, and I think it's, you know, you're correct. It's the first step. But the second step is that you have to learn um, how to say no without being a jerk or, or worse. Mm. Uh, and I talk about this in a, a book I wrote called Who's in Your Room, how, how to say no without being a jerk. And, and you do that, you start that by uh, setting the groundwork and letting people know where you're coming from and why you're, you're taking that position. Uh, you know, Stephen Jobs once said that he was most proud of what Apple said no to than what they said yes to. And this is an example of drawing a line in the sand and saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to take time off for me to recharge my batteries, which is so incredibly important if you want to have any kind of what most people call work-life balance. I, I call it something else. So this is really kind of setting boundaries, if you will, for your work and protecting your vacation. Yeah, it is so that you can recharge your batteries, which, you know, Americans are really bad at. You know, we do business, BNI does business in France and, and Scandinavia and Spain, Portugal. They know how to take vacations. Hmm. I mean, they, first of all, they take, they get more time than sure. we Americans do, but they use it and they embrace it. And um, we need to do a better job of taking time off to recharge our batteries. You talk about networking all the time with BNI and what you do there. Is there a way yeah. that you can be on vacation and still be networking and increasing the contacts that you have for business? Well, look, life, life in general is an opportunity to network and meet people. Uh, but while on vacation, it's really about uh, spending time with your significant other or your uh, family, your children. Um, if you do meet someone while you're on vacation, it's okay to establish a relationship. And when that relationship is established, uh, contact them later. Uh, I'll give you an example. I was I had a condo in I had a penthouse in Galveston for a few years. And I was literally in the jacuzzi and we were talking about uh, the, the condominium complex and they asked me where I was and I told them what penthouse and they said, oh my goodness, we really want that penthouse. If you ever decide to sell, please contact us. Well, a couple of years later, I decided to sell. Guess who I contacted? That person. Them. Yeah. They were one of the people that bid on the, con on right. the condo. They didn't bid high enough, but they were one of the people that yeah. pushed the price up. And that came from totally from a vacation, not a real business discussion, but it led to a, a great uh, opportunity for me. Dr. Meisner is a New York Times bestselling author. He's written more than 20 books. One of the latest is called Who's in Your Room? The Question That Will Change Your Life. Is there a particular group, Ivan, of folks who is most guilty of thinking about the office when they're supposed to be on vacation? Meaning is Gen Z more likely to do it or the boomers more likely to do it? Or is it somewhere in between? You know, I think the Gen X and baby boomers are more likely, but here's something that's really important. I think that the great generation would have said the same thing about baby boomers when we were in our 20s. I mean, I think back, you know, you think back to the 60s and mm -hmm. 70s, I, w I got into my 20s and the 70s. People thought <laughs> that that young generation was uh, was lazy yeah. and wasn't willing to work. And I think it's more of an age issue than a generational issue, although there are definite differences in the generations. Um, I, I'm not sure that that a commitment to work um, is anything new. For the Gen Z, I think people felt the same way with baby boomers when I was young. Final question for you before I let you go. When you get back, we started with before you leave. When you get back, 
What's the best way to get back into it without feeling like everything you did to relax has been lost because that first day is just is 190 miles an hour? Yeah. So for me, you know, and this doesn't work for everyone. If you have an assistant, you want them to uh, uh, triage your list. Um, if you don't have an assistant, uh, you triage your list. You've got a lot of things that have you know come about while you were gone. Take everything and triage it. What are what are the most important things to respond to? What are the second most important? What are the third most important in a group? And uh, and then tackle them one at a time. And for those people that are in the third most important, but they're but they're contacting you constantly. You, you communicate with them and you say, "Hey, got your message. I'm working on. I'm working through my list of things to do. I will get back to. You, I promise." And then get back to them. Right. That's the key: is let people know you're working on their issue and you will get back to them. By the way, you got to do like you got to do like a Scotty in Star Trek. Um, if, you know, say, "Hey, look, it's going to take me an hour, but get back in 30 minutes." <laughs> what I mean, yeah. you, you, you give them a time that's really doable and you do it quicker. Yeah, so you set an expectation, then you exceed it on your own, and you look good yeah. in their eyes because you're, you're, exactly. you're prioritizing them. Yeah, good stuff. Ivan, hey, let's not be a stranger. Let, let's have you back before, uh, long before a year, okay? Because I think it's been about a year I, I since like you've that. Been I on. got a new book coming out in about six months called The Third Paradigm. I'd love to talk about it. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to see it and, uh, and give me an advanced copy. I might put it on Rick's reading list for a Monday afternoon discussion, all right? Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. Good stuff, Ivan. Thank you for joining us here, Dr. Ivan Meisner. And if you'd like to know more about him, well, there's a lot of different ways. Who's in your room? Basically a way that readers can get simple yet genius concept of life being like your room, one where anyone enters basically is uh, is trying to assess your level of happiness and trying to, to get to that point. He is a Ph.D. in organizational behavior, a great guest for us here on KDKA. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.